It's Pink Friday with Lisa Z with Real Talk Conversation on makeup, skincare, self-care and confidence, hair care and date night, and so much more. It's Pink Friday with Lisa Z. And it's about to go down in five, four, three, two, let's go. Welcome to Pink Friday's radio show. It's your host, Lisa Z. Listen, if this is your first time joining us, I want to say welcome and thank you so much for tuning in. Listen, if you are a repeat Pink Friday's offender, welcome back. We're always glad that you're here. So listen, tonight's segment is going to be amazing. We're going to be talking with our financial wellness coach, Tamara Laughlin, and we have a featured guest tonight. His name is M. Timothy Barnes. Timothy has been an anti-fraud professional for over 25 years in the financial crime and banking industry. He's going to give us some amazing tips on how to survive this holiday season safely. How are you today, tonight, (laughs) Miss Tamara? How are you? Doing well, Lisa Z. It's great to be back again. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to have this conversation tonight. Very excited. Very excited. Timothy is well-versed and very experienced in his line of work. So we have some very, very good information coming forth. Awesome. So why don't you introduce our featured guest for tonight? Yes. Welcome, Timothy. So glad to have you here. And uh, we love the title of your segment, which is Tis the Season to Be Careful. We all know, you know, this holiday season is it's a lot of things going on, right? Yes, it is. Absolutely. Yes. So can you um, tell us a little bit more about yourself so we can, the audience can get a feel about you? Sure. Um, I want to say thank you for allowing me to be, you know, to speak to you this evening. Um, as my bio mentioned, I've been involved with fraud for the, like the last 25 years. And in short, I've been paid to think like a crook. And so, yeah. I mean, it's really amazing. You know, you go through all these years and people are wanting to know what you do. And, and basically I've, in a, all in a nutshell, I get paid to think like a crook, but not to steal your money, but to protect you. And, and because in order to protect someone from the fraudsters, you got to think like the fraudster. That is very, very, very true. And working in the banking industry, you know, I understand and empathize with everything that you're saying. Um, now, question for you, Timothy, with the up and coming holidays, should our listeners and our audience have any concerns about fraud? Like, can you give me an example of a few? Absolutely. Well, this is the time of the year where everyone is um, being generous and they're, you know, feeling jolly and, and, and just really giving but at the same time, this is the time of the year where fraud is at all time high, you know, across the industry, especially within the banks. Mm-hmm. And so 
one of the things that, you know, I want to make sure that, you know, I impress upon the audience here is that I just want to be able to help at least one person not to be fall victim to one of these fraud schemes or scams, you know, that, that they're prevalent right now. And so, uh, yes, to answer your question, there's a lot to be concerned with, you know, during this time of the year as it relates to fraud. And you mentioned about like what, you know, some examples, you know, well, the, the, the first thing that I can think of, you know, I know a lot of you are going to get really upset about this, but this one is a pet peeve of mine is social media. Oh. Now, I know a lot of us are all on social media like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. But, right. you know, when it comes down for social media, um, I believe a lot of people provide too much personal information on those social media accounts. Yeah. Like, for example, how many times have you seen people post their whereabouts on social media platforms? Like, for example, mm-hmm. a trip to Hawaii with their pictures, and dates <laughs> and times. So true. Or or they may be visiting their parents or families during the holidays again with their pictures posted dates and time but why should you have a concern around that well that's thinking like a crook a little bit (laughs) this lets the fraudsters and crooks know that you are not home and can potentially set yourself up as a target for home burglar simple as that so what, what I would recommend on something like that, and it's simple, you know, is be careful. Be careful about posting and providing specifics of your whereabouts on social media platforms. And, 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 and as, 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 at a minimum, if possible, post your pictures after you have returned right. home. Right, that's good. Yeah, that was real good. That was real good. Um, now for this particular area, the social media, because we know that, I mean, that is just the end thing with everyone right now. I mean, from ages, I can't even zero to what a hundred pretty much. <laughs> you see them all on social media. So my question is in regards to the social media fraud, uh, that you're familiar with. Do you have any tips or recommendation to our audience should they fall victim to fraud involving social media? Well, as it relates to social media and any other type of fraud, um, you know, I, I would like to, you know, let everyone know there, there's several things you can do. You know, you really got to be careful. And like, as it relates to social media, Social media, and what I'm speaking very specifically about here is you posting your pictures. So you have control over that. You have control over what you're allowing to go out on the media platform. So I would say that in this instance, as it relates to social media, and I'm speaking very specifically about this particular holiday, because there's a lot of things on social media that is another podcast for. You know, it's about the scams and the phony money and, and schemes that come your way. So I don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to go into that rabbit hole this evening. But as it <laughs> relates to the social media for you, you know, taking your pictures and making sure that you are um, going to be, you, you know, some somewhat not necessarily not necessarily evasive, but that that you're going to be protecting yourself 
um, through this holiday season and not, you know, be a victim of a burglary per se. Um, You know, again, I would just use some common sense and just if you don't have to just post your pictures after you return home. Now, you know, as when we start getting into more of the other um, aspects of fraud, you know, I'll be going into more details about some of the things that you can do to help prevent that and some tips if you become, you know, a victim of that. But um, so but as it relates to social media, that I, I would say the biggest thing is it's just, you know, simple. Just post your pictures after you return home. That is awesome. Yeah. I know my daughter is going to be, you know, that that's hard for her to know. <laughs> <laughs> That is awesome information. And, you know, um, in the banking industry, we see that as well, like in the branches. And another thing that we were talking about, which will be a great segue, because you have a plethora of things to discuss on tonight. Um, we were talking about fake charities. Can you give us some insight on that? Because I think that's really interesting for our audience to know about Um the different, you know, charities and things that are going to try to take advantage of them. That, that's true because during this time of the year, again, folks are very generous. You know, you know, we're talking about the end of the year. You know, people like to give and they like to give to a lot of you know charities, which is a good thing. Right. But again, the fraudsters are aware of that and they take advantage of that um, uh, during the holiday season. A lot of the fake. Charity, it's, there are a lot of there are a lot of fake charity websites that the fraudsters create, or they come up with solicitations, you know, during the holiday season. And again, during this holiday season, you know, as as I mentioned, folks are in the giving mode, mm-hmm. and fraudsters are depending on this. They will often set up, as I said earlier, fake charity websites and or other means of soliciting donations you know, from victims, such as texts. You know, you get an unsolicited text for a donation. Mm-hmm. You may get a phone call. You may get an email. Or they may be as bold as the knock on your door. Wow. And so what I, I want you to be, you know, I, I really want you to be careful about that. And so if you get a call from a charity and sense, you know, some red flags, like the AARP and FTC suggest that you do some of the following. And, and I, I am in 100% agreement with this as well. Um, before you do anything, do your research. Mm-hmm. Use a watchdog organization like Charity Watch to get mm-hmm. more information about a charity and learn how credible it is. Or you can simply use Google and search it and look for any comments or reviews to see if, if any if any scams or reports of fraud have been, have been incurred. You know, also pay real close attention to the charity name and the website. Mm-hmm. False charities like to mimic other popular charities. Mm. If it seems too close in name to another, it may not be real. And so another thing to be thinking about, too, is keep track of your donations. Mm -hmm. Even if you accidentally donate to a scammer or you need to ensure that the donation, I mean, one of the things you want to do is make sure that that donation that you provided with with your card information, Mm -hmm. that it's not recurring because you may identify that as fraud. 
mm-hmm. but then subsequently you they'll, they'll hit you each month or each quarter however you set it up so you gotta mm-hmm. make sure that you get that closed down immediately True. And, I, and so I think another thing too is um, and this, this one here is really important is don't make a cash donation Yes. Wow. Unless you're certain about a charity's credibility, don't give away cash, gift cards, or even cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. Because once once you give those things out, you can't get them back. It's gone. It's I've, gone. Yes. There's no recourse for that. Yeah, and it's really sad this time of year. People's hard-earned money and things that you know that they experience, and it, it's frequent, unfortunately, because some people are just not educated. And that's why we are so glad that you're here on this evening to uh, give us some insight on these things that people, our audience, can uh, you know. And, and, and that's, that's so true because folks, you know, what the fraudsters are just again, they depend on the individual and, and they take advantage of the individual. Mm-hmm. And so they and, and, and they use their emotions against them. So they know they're in, in, a, in the giving mode. And so they, they, they take advantage of that. Right. And, and so that's that's one of their ploys, you know, is is that, you know, because they don't come to you saying I'm a fake charity. <laughs> they come to you as if they're the real thing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's really sad. I noticed that age really doesn't matter, but in my experience, I just see a lot of the elderly being taken advantage of in this particular uh, fake charity and um, fraud situations. It's just not good. And they just fall prey to it because they want to help. You know, they always want to sow into people and things of that nature. They work so hard and they're just a lot of them. I see they just want to give. They just have kind hearts. And a lot of those fraudsters, as you say, they pull on those heartstrings. They like educating. So they are truly predators. They are watching. They're listening. They're getting insight and understanding these people and and taking them for granted. And it's a a shame that they fall prey to this constantly and and, I mean it's not little dollars either that they lose and you cannot get it back as Timothy Chair you cannot get like the gift cards back you can't get the cash back you can't get the cryptocurrency back it's gone and and it's interesting that you say they fall prey it's almost like you're out there in the jungle somewhere and you got the lions and you got the gazelles (laughs) and so those lions are always prowling about real i'm seeking victims and, and they look for the easy prey and and so um you know so you know again just the word of caution is just be careful uh because yeah. you know that that's i think that's just key you really have to be careful in your dealings you just can't you, you just can't let your guard down Mm-mm. wow um so tamra on the banking side let's say someone actually wrote a check Mm-hmm. Um, and then who may figure out that it's it's fraud? Is would the bank find out that the charity is a fraud from the check? Or what happens if the you know the giver ends up um realizing later on this thing was a fraud? Um what can they do banking wise? 
Okay, well, what I've experienced, and I mean, dealing with it actually in a situation today, they come into the branch, they report it. We have them file a police report. Wow, okay. Yeah, it gets that it that deep where they have to file a police report because okay. they're aware that, you know, because a lot of people, they do not check their statements anymore. You remember how we used to have the register? Yeah. <laughs> and stuff like that yeah. they don't do that a lot anymore the older generation yes so I think that's like really important to do is to check those things out because that's how this particular situation that's how they discovered mm. yeah. and, um, so we had to have them file a police report Wow. and then we take them step by step you know they're upset they feel they always blame themselves i have not seen it's just like they look like why was i so foolish to believe this why was i so it's so sad to see it they really blame themselves um and so we have to sit there and you know and um make sure that they don't beat themselves up too much and right yeah understanding that this is something frequent that happens within you know the banking industry so um once they feel that um we'll get the police report bring it in we file with our back office our fraud department Mm -hmm. and um they pretty much take over the case we just act as that liaison because we can't do anything really on the region but just console the customer and reassure them that we as their bank are going to be able to help them as much as we possibly can and um so i know the back office as timothy can share with you as well because he's a big part of that see so it's like they that's when they go to work and that's when they discover different things and that's when they can alert actually the public or make the bank and the different branches aware of what's going on so that um they can try to keep tabs on it and try to uh you know warn people warn others to look out for this okay that's good mm-hmm. yeah that's good yeah and i i definitely agree with with what Tammy has just mentioned and, 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 you know, banks in general, you know, they do have uh, a lot of, you know, systems in place to help identify some of these, you know, events. However, um, despite some of the controls that are in place, you know, fraud does happen. And, and as, as Tammy had mentioned also is that a lot of the customers who fall victim really feel ashamed and feel guilty of it. And, and that's something yeah. that they should not do. They should report it and, and they should report it immediately because yeah. uh, it, it may help to mitigate their losses, but also it may help others to, you know, it may help the others with like themselves from that process so so again it's nothing for anyone to be ashamed about because it happens quite frequently now Tammy is there anything that the bank can do to help recover this money yes actually now as we shared earlier in the conversation cash Mm -hmm. no they cannot get that back unfortunately any cash gift cards um uh 
as uh, Timothy shared, wires is another thing that is um, they cannot get that back. You have to be very careful when you're sending those um, if there's fraud involved. However, if it's an instant where it's a check or it's mm-hmm. debit card involved, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they can get their money back. It's like more more times than none. Once the investigative department does what it is that they do, they follow their due diligence. The customers comply with everything they need to do. We act as the liaisons to be able to assist them. And they, they fill out everything they're supposed to do. The affidavits, the affidavit of forgery. There's like a process that we take them through. Okay. To, uh, you know, present a paper trail just for yeah. the record and just for our record. And, and once they do that, uh, the bank works diligently and more than, um, none, they do get their monies back, especially with a debit card as well. Debit wow. card is, is pretty much, um, it's easy for them to get their money back, uh, if there's fraud involved. That's good. And I think the only thing I would add to that, you know, I think that's that is, is the fact that you got to report these events immediately because, as, mm-hmm. as Tamri had mentioned, sometimes folks don't look at those uh, statements and they let that go too long. They may lose the opportunity to recover. But, you know, again, it's important that you report it immediately. And on the most part, you bank will reimburse those customers, you know, after they complete their preliminary investigation. Mm-hmm. However, saying that somebody is taking a loss and most likely, you know, it may be the bank because some folks, uh, I yeah. think, believe that banks have insurance for this and they don't. Oh, wow. So the when 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 we take these fraud losses, I mean the banks, you know, are are taking these as you know a fraud loss. Mm-hmm. Wow, they're thorough in the investigations to make sure that people aren't trying to get over. Because I've seen, I have seen the opposite end where someone has come in and said that they didn't do it, but they did. And because wow. we have to follow that protocol, that mm-hmm. allows them to be um, exposed for what it is that they're trying to get over. And so they deny the claim and they don't get the money back. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So again, tis the season to be careful, right, Timothy? Because we know that this is a big time of year where people do a lot of online shopping i mean i am a true believer of it (laughs) stay out of the store stay out of those stores and so and it's just like it has just increased and increased i can't even begin to name the places and now with Afterpay, oh my goodness. Mm, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yes. Afterpay, Klarna, they got, you know, it's just like they work it out. So, <laughs> so Timothy, if you can tell us and tell the audience um, how to be careful when it comes to online shopping, because I'm sure within, you know, in your experience, you've dealt with a lot of fraud in this segment. Yes, of course. You know, as you mentioned, online shopping has and continues to increase. But fraud in this area also has increased. As retailers such as Amazon, Best Buy, Walmart, 
name them, and many others, have made it easier for customers to shop online. Frosters have increased their efforts to get a piece of the pie. Mm. Frosters and scammers will often, again, set up fake websites looking exactly like the real online store. And they use these sites to obtain your financial information, such as a credit card number, the expiration date, and the CVV. And so, you know, they're, they're capturing that data and and then mm. you may look at on your uh, on your statement and see unauthorized transactions and try to figure out how and why did that happen. And then some go as far as, you know, setting up fake website stores with the with having no intention intention of sending out a product. So, you know, they just taking your money and, and, and leaving you high and dry. And so, you know, again, be careful. So while you're doing all that shopping online, you know, you know, again, you know, we we heard of Black Friday now, you know, it's it's Cyber Monday, you know. (laughs) And so um, before Cyber Monday hits, you know, you know, when you deal online, you really got to make sure that you're dealing with reputable companies, mm-hmm. right? This is something that you 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 have to make sure of. So, I, I would say that you know when doing like your Google searches, be careful of the results. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I said it because a lot of the fraudsters will set up a fake website and then it'll be high in the returns for your search, and you click on that information and it looks exactly like the website, you know, mm. on Amazon, and it's a fake website. <laughs> so you got to be careful about that. Wow. So I would say, if, if at all, if all, if at all possible, um, use a saved favorited site you know that you used before and you had success with mm-hmm. and then when you get on a website you know check that website for something as simple as grammatical errors you know if you start seeing a website with a lot of grammatical <laughs> errors and things like that you, get out of there yeah you know also you you, you may want to check the better business bureau po- profile Again, you might want to do a Google search on on those, you know, on, on this particular store to see if there's any reviews. But but that's not even a hundred percent, not a hundred percent. But it's better than nothing. But the the message here is just to be careful and and deal with stores that you're aware of. Because when you do a search, I mean, how how many online stores pop up? So you you want to know who you're dealing with. And so right now you don't like if you go to a store you kind of know who you're dealing with but online you don't know who you're dealing with really and so you want to kind of do some due diligence before you enter your information into that website Mm -hmm. timothy i got a story to share you know i always come with a story right lisa (laughs) i'm telling you i got stories too Oh, because he is not, he is telling such a truth because it happened to me. And thank God I'm like alert to this because of the industry that I'm in. Yeah. So what happened is I don't know why I did it, but when it, it was Amazon, I went to the browser instead of going to my app. I think it has something to do with me changing phones. I don't know how, but I wound up shopping in Europe. And I was like, what in the world? 
said, I know these sizes are not my size. You know how this. So I looked and I said, this is something wrong. And it was really, you can tell it, the app, it was something wrong with the app because it wasn't doing what it was supposed to do. And, um, even when I tried to get out of it, I actually had to like refresh everything. I like signed off because I, it, it let me put in my sign in and everything. That's what I found odd. Cause you do, you give that information. Wow. That's crazy. I signed out and it didn't have any of my things that I had shopped for previously. Or you know how you can go in and you can look and it shows you those things. It was just like a mirrored company. I don't know how or what, but these people are good. They are almost well, brilliant. So what happened was I just like deleted everything, signed out, changed my password and went through my app. And then, I, you know, everything was recovered because I just wanted to be, it was better to be safe than sorry. Wow. That is so crazy. These, these crooks out here, they got big game for you. Yes. Like you have to be on high alert. And that's why I'm so thankful to have this segment tonight because people really need to be aware of, you know, some of these scammers out here. I, I mean, I had the, um, privilege of being uh, in contact with one of them myself right through Facebook. Oh, wow. I saw an ad for some uh, backyard furniture. I was like, ooh, I'm going to have my whole backyard hooked up. <laughs> Filled out everything. And it took me to another website. And so I was able to, you know, just shop the site a little bit. And I went and purchased this whole backyard um patio set is what it was and i came back because i never received my shipment (laughs) i came back look for the whole website the whole website was gone there was no (laughs) website i had no furniture and i'm out of cash i was like well what kind of time boomer is this (laughs) like i could not believe it thank god though I did go through PayPal and PayPal actually helped me out through that whole process. And I mean, I had to fight for it. I had to show all kinds of stuff saying I did purchase it. And um, because the uh, company or the, the, the people actually sent me some sort of FedEx uh, email Hmm. with a FedEx number and everything saying that they delivered it. Wow. And I was like, but but then they took down the whole website after that. It was just gone. <laughs> and so with that little bit of information, working with PayPal's fraud department, I was able to recover my money. And, okay. you know, but I had to work for it. I had to show them all kinds of stuff, fight just to get my money back. Mm-hmm. But it was so crazy how a whole website was up there. <laughs> did the whole website was gone. Like, I just couldn't believe it. And I felt so violated. Yes. You know, because it was, it, and, and you feel stupid. Like you feel like <laughs> how in the world did I purchase a whole backyard patio set <laughs> in, on this website? <laughs> because my gut said it was too good to be true anyway. And so I should have followed that, but I wanted the patio set. So I got hooked into the whole scam it. <laughs> That's right. They tried to get me, but I, I, you know, the good Lord recovered me, saved me from 
Timothy, oh what, you say something about that. When it's too good to be true, what no, is that, I was going to say, when it's too good to be true, it is. You know, <laughs> it and, is. And, and it, it is. I mean, yeah, because I they learned make the hard it, way. Yeah, we all learn the hard way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and they make it so enticing. Mm. And, 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 and again, don't feel bad because I have seen attorneys fall victim for oh my fraud. Goodness. So wow. we're in good company, you know, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Wow. <laughs> They'll get you. They will get you. Yes. So Timothy, now that we've talked about the websites and, uh, you know, the fake websites, the mirror websites and things like that. Um, what are your thoughts on deliveries and how can our audience be safe uh, when it comes to deliveries? You know, because that's that happens frequently when we do our online shopping. Yes, true, too. So, again, after you have gone through all of the precaution for ensuring that your online websites were legitimate, you must now focus on the safe delivery of your purchases. Criminals are always on the prowl to see if there are any unattended packages left on porches and have no problems with helping themselves to them. <laughs> wow. Right? You did all that and you and and and, 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 the, and the package is delivered <laughs> and it's gone. Yes. And some of these crooks, you know, they're, they're so, they're, some of them are so bold as even to go directly into your mailbox to see mm. if there are any cards with cash, like gift cards. Um, it, it, it's, it's getting so bad now. I, I saw this the other day is, it's where, you know, the United States, you know, Postal Service is requesting that you not, that, you know, that folks do not use their mailbox receptacles due to the increase of the of, in, in, in mail theft. You know, for example, those blue boxes where you drop your cards in, mm-hmm. mail, they're, they're, they're advising you to go directly to the post office right now because wow. frosters, you know, they know this is a time of the year where um, cards with gifts, you know, gift cards and, and, and money is, is being placed in there and they're, they're going in and stealing them. They also steal checks, you know, oh and, and do... Your checks from there and, and do a lot of other things with those checks and alter the checks and change the pay names and you know Tammy can attest to that with some of the you know the, our you know clients that come to our office but yes um, again you really got to be careful and so, so some of the things that, that how you can help yourself to be protected in this area is mm-hmm. you know something as simple as make sure you're going to be home to receive the delivery you know that's so that, that that that's simple all right the next thing is I would say is you know, you turn on any alerts for deliveries. You know, a lot of the companies, retail companies out there right now, you know, they'll good, tell yeah. you exactly the status of where things are. But I got a story to tell you about that. I mean, those they, they work, and I I I I I'm not going to use the um, the company's name, but I I went through one of the uh, online uh, companies, and I was tracking the um, the item, and they had it to the point where they said it was delivered and it was delivered at my house and I'm sitting there saying I, di- I didn't get this package and so I called <laughs> and said I didn't get this package and thankfully what happened was that the package was delivered to my neighbor who was kind enough to bring the package <laughs> over the following day 
but you know, but still, again, again, the alerts are good, but they're not a fail safe. You've got to keep on top of that. Another thing you can do is to use the alternate delivery address for pickup so that if you know you're not going to be home, you can go. And I know a lot of retailers, you know, allow you to go and use another address to go and pick it up. But you got to kind of be careful with that too, because forces you can, can circumvent that as well. So uh, you know, so you got to be again careful. Everything that we we try to come up with, the forces have thought about it and is <laughs> ahead of it, ahead of us. Yeah. Um, you can use the outside cameras or the or the door cameras, doorbell cam, you know, cameras. That that helps. Um, and a lot of folks don't like this, but you know, again, depending on on the um, the amount of or the value of the of the item that you want, you may want to require that a signature, you know, that it that it, a signature is required when it's delivered. Um, and so that helps because rather than them just dropping it on your your doorstep. Yeah. Um, and then again, check the status of your deliveries with the merchant until you actually have them in hand. And I, I, I would think, in, in addition to what the post office has mentioned too, I, I would also advise them in this holiday season is is to take your mail directly to the post office um, and, and and bypass that that box. <laughs> <laughs> that is so crazy. Yeah, yep. it's some crazy things that happen with that box. Just like he said, like we came to work a couple weeks ago, the box, the whole front of it was ripped off. <laughs> the what? The entire front of it was ripped off. Somebody ripped it off. What? Yeah, and it was. Oh my just, God. There's a reason behind it, which I don't want to get into detail, but just to share with you, we do have to be careful because you know. Long story short, we found out that it was an accident, but it led us to talking about how sometimes it is not an accident. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we do have to be careful. <laughs> oh my goodness yeah it's it's crazy oh and another thing um that i can share um is when you're in an apartment complex too um concierge services that they have where they put your packages in um a special box for you you have a special code to get into the box to be able to get your packages so that's very helpful some uh, establishments you have a choice to sign up for it and i'm sure if all of them do but if they do take advantage of it because some people don't and it's really really it's a really good benefit to have um if your um you know facility has that that's good. That's a good tip right there. And Amazon. You can also choose to have uh, Amazon. They have like drop boxes where you can go to either a store. I know one time I was able to go to like a Dollar General to um, send a package. I was able to do that. Then they have like lockers set up at certain places that mm-hmm. you uh packages delivered to. It's just a safer way right now, especially. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So... Timothy, we've talked about the online shopping. And um, so what about the old school shopping, the mall, the brick and mortar, the retail stores? Can you share with us some information about that? Yeah. um, Despite the increase in online shopping, a lot of folks still like the tried and true shopping approach of going to the stores directly, especially during the holidays and especially for that last minute gift. But again, just because fraud and crimes 
have increased in the online space does not mean you should let your guard down while shopping the quote-unquote traditional way. Criminals are still targeting unaware shoppers by pickpocketing, stealing purses, mm. and yes, taking gifts from vehicles. So mm. Again, be careful. Lock your car doors. I, I mm. can't emphasize that. Just lock your car doors. Um, make sure any gifts that you purchased are placed in the trunk of your vehicle while you continue to shop not in the car seat right because uh, yeah. you know you know because people still do that in, in the mm-hmm. malls go around you see just how much is are in the trunk i'm mean, not the trunks but you see how much gifts are displayed out there in the, in the seats of the cars mm-hmm. um you need to be aware of your surroundings at all times you know, again I, i'm not trying to have folks to be overly cautious or, or paranoid but you got to be careful you 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 got to be always aware of your surroundings um you got to be aware of any um distractions you know especially be cautious of any distractions mm-hmm. such as folks around your car when you're ready to get in or mm-hmm. folks maybe coming up approaching you asking you for money directions or causes some other type of commotion or like maybe there's an accident they'll, they'll, they'll use that mm-hmm. uh, because they could they could be doing all this with the primary purpose of robbing you, mm-hmm. you know? so you got to mm-hmm. be careful and be aware of the area that you're in and, yeah. and again I, I can't emphasize that enough and also i know some folks like doing this but i i would say don't do this don't carry a lot of cash with you. I mean, there's too many other um, vehicles out there for, for like credit cards, debit cards, you know, and other apps that you could use you know, to put a pay for your purchases. But using that cash, because when that's gone, it's gone. <laughs> it's really gone, right? <laughs> yeah. And then I would also say that keep your wallets and purses safe and close to you, especially if you're using, you know, public transportation. And I think the only other thing I can add to this right now is is try to shop during the times when there are less people. You know, sometimes in the daytime. But you know, again, try to try to do your shopping when it's not too crowded because the fraudsters are always looking for victims. You know, as as we said earlier, there you know those lions are always on the prowl for the prey. Mm. Timothy, that's some really good stuff. That are some really good pointers. I mean, Lisa, I mean, what are your thoughts? So I'm wondering what does what qualifies you as a victim? Like what does that person look like? Is it the one with the fumbling with the cash? Is it the one that's just looking happy go lucky? Like what does a victim look like? So a I victim, can do the opposite. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I would say that uh, a victim is I mean, it's hard to you know, it's cause again, none of this is a hundred percent. Right. But right. but paying attention because when you look a person in the eye and you're out there in the streets, they know that you know what they're up to. At least, <laughs> you know. But if you're like your your head down and you're not paying attention to what's right. going on around you, okay, you you might look like you you're a prey. Like then again, you know, you you want to be helpful and go help. You know, I, I know there's a lot of bleeding hearts out there that want to go help. You know, the neighbor, and that's all good in its place. But 
you got to be careful. And so, and, and the fraudsters, they will prey on your kindness. They prey on your yeah. emotions. And, mm-hmm. and so, and, and, and so, and, and, and it's hard to, to say, um, what that all looks like is because we all can fall into that, you know? Yeah. And, and, and so, yeah. so it's not like, yeah. it's like, you know, like, I mean, it all depends on the circumstances. You, you, you got someone out there laying in the, in the ground and looking like they're bleeding, you, you know, are you going to be, you know, walk by or, or, or what, <laughs> you know, and, 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 you know, I'm just, I'm just saying that it's just, is 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 it's hard, but the fraudsters they're observing you that's the that's the thing they're watching you yeah. you know at all times and so you yeah. you, you really got to just be aware that someone is watching you and you never know who's watching you and and just and, and they just look for that one sign of weakness and they, they pounce <laughs> oh my God. wow that is so true that is so true mm. and timothy like um in conclusion for our audience Um, Do you have any tips or recommendations? Uh, Should one become a victim of fraud? Yes. And then I think, you know, uh, it was it was brought up earlier. I think the first thing uh, for folks to to realize is and and is this is do not feel guilty or ashamed if you are a victim of fraud or scam because it happens to a lot of people, all of us, we're, we're all prone to it. And so um, if it happens to you, don't feel guilty or ashamed or, and beating yourself up because it happened, because it can happen to anyone. However, if it does happen, I would you know, strongly urge you to report the fraud immediately to your bank and or your local law enforcement or both, uh, because you want to report it to the bank because you want to reduce any additional fraud on that on your account or that mm-hmm. fraud exposure. Mm-hmm. And also you want to be able to provide the bank with additional information or law enforcement with additional information to help prevent that type of fraud from ha- happening to someone else. Um, and so also you can not only report it to the local law enforcement or bank, but, you know, sometimes some of these scams and, and other frauds, you can also report like fraud incidents to the Federal Trade Commission, like the FTC and mm. other groups like the AARP. Now, I know the AARP is for folks above 50 and all that, but I tell you, they have really one of the, the best sites that I have seen as relates to fraud scams. So if you really wow. want to educate yourself okay. on that, look at their site on the fraud scams and what to do because they they have you know so much information is there. So it's not like folks that that that, that there isn't information out there. It's just you know probably is is knowing where to go for the information. So um, so those groups like FTC and AARP are really good to not only educate yourself, but also uh, report it so that um, that you can get that information out there and, and and get it out to law enforcement. And then so, you know, when they the law enforcement groups, you know, can get that information together and and, and get some of these organized groups, because, again, some of these. Um, events aren't like a mom and pop, you know, type fraud. A lot of the, this, this fraud that takes place is organized. Mm, and, yeah. you know, so, uh, so it, it, it really is good when you can get the information and then it helps 
um, everyone in the long run because it, 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 it provides the necessary details to help prevent it from happening in the future. Another area, and we, we talk about this, is, is for folks is to check your bank activity frequently, yeah, um, including billing statements. Mm-hmm. And report any unauthorized purchases to your bank immediately. Now, I I look at my bank account frequently, <laughs> and so I mean I don't wait for the statement. So it's like you know if you're online, you you can um, look at your you know your account daily and and see see what, what takes place. And also, a lot of banks uh, provide you with the opportunity to turn on alerts. If you have any type of suspicious financial activity with your bank, yeah, that's and good. so you gotta, you know. But again, you know, I just want to caution folks on that because there's scams out there where the fraudsters will call you up acting like they're the bank. Yes. <laughs> so uh, this, is, this, this, this is where you know. So, so yes, they will call up and say they are the bank, and you know, and is this transaction suspicious? Yes. You know, and and, and yeah, glean and information didn't. from you. So <laughs> you, you really got to be careful with that. But I would say that make sure you know to offset that make sure you call the number that's on the back of the card or in your statement when you're reaching out to your um, uh, companies you know you don't necessarily have to use the number that you see coming in on the text message or the email because that may not be your bank calling you so again you got to be careful with that and again um if you are a victim of identity theft or your personal information is stolen, you know, I would really advise you to reach out to the credit bureaus and request an alert or freeze be placed on your file. Oh, uh, because, a... you know, those folks, you know, they, they get your information mm. and then they set up other new accounts in your name. And so, uh, and, and then, you know, a lot, a lot of folks get caught up with this and it takes a while for them to get their credit and finances, you know, back in order due to, you know, them being a victim of identity theft. Wow. That's a good point right there. Well, I want to thank you. Tammy and Timothy. Listen, this was so good tonight. It was an, an amazing segment. And I'm sure this is really going to be a blessing to someone. But um, Timothy, how can the listeners contact you or connect with you if they have any additional questions maybe about some of the some of the things that something was said tonight? Sure, they can reach me at Timothy.barnes at keepingyouprotected.com. I'd be more than happy to, to try to answer some of the questions. I love it. Tammy, you have any last words? No, I just want to thank Timothy for bringing yes. this phenomenal information, especially during this season. Yes. It's so great to have this audience, you know, educated um, in, in protecting themselves during this time. And I want to thank you again for affording us this opportunity to be able to share our experience and our knowledge with the audience to just, you know, help them in their financial journeys. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Listen, tune in next Friday at 6 p.m. We want you back on Pink Friday's radio show. Until then, have an amazing week. 
Thank you for listening in to Pink Friday's radio show where faith meets beauty. New shows come out every Friday. So don't forget to subscribe, ladies, so you don't miss an episode. If you would like to sponsor a show, please contact us for a media kit at pinkfridaysradioshow at gmail.com. I look forward to connecting with you on social media throughout the week. Follow us on Facebook at Pink Fridays Radio Show. Have an amazing week.